Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. to hide now really for your Edmonton Oilers after that defeat on home ice last night game five and down 3-2 in this opening round series to Los Angeles suddenly they are faced they're back against the wall it is Oilers now the team traveling from Edmonton to Los Angeles this afternoon you're hearing from Brendan Escott right now Bob Stoffer, of course with the team on route to SoCal and a trip not made any easier by the end result last night. The process was a frustrating watch for a lot of that game, wasn't it? And then suddenly the third period made you think that it might all be worth it in the end. You didn't want to be one of those people who went to bed when when the game was 3-1. I know a couple of those people. They woke up to quite a different story this morning, but ultimately the same end result. And that uh, that loser's point that you usually pick up doesn't matter now. Doesn't matter now. That is a loss. You are now one away from yet another first-round elimination. And it's not been for lack of trying, but the starts to every single one of these games, all five of them, have been inadequate. And that landed the Oilers where they are, down 3-2 to a team who they were ranked higher than coming into this series. Again, it is Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen with me here on the other side of the glass. A busy Wednesday show, lots to talk about. Uh, we'll recap last night's game. Of course, we've got our re- uh, Wednesday regulars, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, David Staples checking in after 1 o'clock. So we'll cancel. Moon will keep his uh, his opinion on the front of your mind. He's been at the game, been doing a little intermission work as well in-house. And then NHL insider John Shannon at 135. But let me know. There's probably a lot that you've got to say after last night's 780-496-0063. It's the place to do so. That's the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, yeah, get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. Might have some time to uh, to open up the River Cree Resort Casino hotline as well. 780-496-0063. River Cree. 100% restriction free daily food specials they got live music on the weekends more information at rivercreeresort.com 
Oilers.com. You know that the show is called Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. So, a line shuffle going into Game 5 last night. Kyler Yamamoto elevated to the first line. Yesapoyarvi dropped down to the third line. And a start to the game, a better start to the game, had to have been a focal point. I mean, we'll talk to John Shannon about this. He put out a tweet that just highlighted in each of the first five games the discrepancy in shots. And I understand that part of that is a byproduct of how L.A. is choosing to play. And they just, it is everything, everything funneled toward the goal. And this has been discussed Throughout the week, of course, five nothing. The shots out of the gates got to a point, but by the end of the first period, it was sixteen to six. Six shots on goal in your in your home rink in a game where you're trying to snatch control of the series. That is inadequate. So it's it's not only that they're getting completely bombarded by what the Kings are doing. But they're also not, for whatever reason, managing to take puck possession at all. And so most of that game was, was again, spent chasing it. A lot of what happened on the first goal and, and sort of set things up for, uh, for a frustrating night happened because the team failed to get the puck out. And then it happened on the second goal. The team failed to make a quality play on the boards to get the puck out. And I'm looking at you, Yessa Pogliarvi. I am. It's been too little. It's been a, it's been too hard watching not just him, but you know he's certainly been one that that is standing out for the wrong reasons. But there's a lot of players that have not bared down and made the play that needed to be made, and it ended up in the back of the net. So that to me is something that there there's no time left. Like you sort this out now, where we're having the same conversation on Friday that we had last season and the season before that. Where's the progression here? They've added some quality pieces. Now it's time to make some hay. There's no reason they shouldn't be able to get past Los Angeles. But, you know, there's something missing here. There's something missing. There's There hasn't been enough of an adaptation, I think, to what LA has done to stifle the offense. The offense looks good on paper because they had two blowout wins. In reality, it's been suffocated. It's been suffocated. So a long road to hoe. Not much room for error anymore. Maybe that's the the top story today. Brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. We'll call the top story today just that. There is no room to negotiate now. You have to win out in order to meet the expectations that you had set out for yourself. It wouldn't be exceeding them. It would be you you figured you'd beat L.A. in this series, and now you're in a hole. So can you chase it? Well, they weren't able to chase it down in Game 5 last night as we bring you the Direct Workwear Audio Vault. Direct Workwear is specialized to work with your business. Now fit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Enough of me blabbering. Jack Michaels, Oilers Radio Network with Bob last night. This is game five. Open a stretcher. He shoots and scores. And L.A. takes a 1-0 lead in game five. Stetcher 
with his second goal in as many games. In front, wide open, McDavid, drag move, centers, Cassian scores! This game is tied! Cassian from McDavid, 1-0 in game five! The follow knocked it down, Kopitar off to Kempe, shoots and scores, 2-1 Los Angeles. I can tell you it's not for a lack of effort. Our players are aware of it. Um, there's some small things we can do um, in terms of establishing forecheck, um, starting with the puck up, off the opening faceoff, shooting the puck early in the game. Those type of things, I think, can help a team just establish a little bit of momentum uh, in some zone time. Managed to cancel out icing. Here's Brown, a steal. Down low, down and out, and Athanasiu scores to make it 3-1. Dustin Brown waited out the Edmonton goaltender and Athanasiu, the presence of mind to take his time and bang it in. Yeah, obviously the starts have uh, not been very good to us. Um, you know, we obviously have to be better. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know they're doing a good job of uh, of getting pucks to the net early in games, and and uh, you know, looks like you know they're yeah they're they're, they're getting the puck to the net and and. Uh, Obviously, we have to find a way to do the same thing. Kopitar off the faceoff, poke check, rebound, score! Connor McDavid lifting it over the prostrate Jonathan Quick. And the Oilers need only three seconds on the Atco power play. Jersey across. Now Kempe steps, slide pass, and it's tipped home for a 4-2 lead. Philip Deneau, and just as importantly, yep. there's still 2-0-7 on the penalty to McLeod. We, we have a baseline that... that um, we want to compete at, and we haven't done that in the last couple games, and, and that's what makes us a good team, and uh, we're, we're going to have to make sure that we get back to that. And Dreisaitl barreling down the right-hand side. McDavid to the net. Dreisaitl scores shorthanded. Edmonton needed a shorty and got it. Leon Dreisaitl pulls the Oilers to within 4-3. To Ryan Nugent Hopkins. McDavid left circle. Cross ice. What time score? This game is tied. Leon Dreisaitl. Power play goal. It's 4-all in game five. We had the momentum going in. Um, obviously, the break didn't come didn't come at a time in, in our favor, but that's the way the game works. Um, obviously, we have to go to L.A. and, and win a game and uh, make sure we, we bring it back here. And the rebound cleared off the boards and out through center. Kane fell down. Here's Kempe breaking free of McDavid, heading for the net. Kempe shoots and scores! And the Kings win game five! Five, four, in overtime! <laughs> They're obviously a good team, but I think this is this is on us. Uh, we're not we're not playing to our standard. We're not working to our, to our standard, and um, you know that that starts with my line. Uh, we we have to be a lot better, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's where it has to start. There is a an all-encompassing audio recap. Big credit to uh, Cody Jansen for putting that one together for us, for our friends at Direct Workwear. So if you missed the game last night, you weren't in-house, uh, you heard it there, there was the comeback effort in the third period. What was obviously a, a super exciting third period, but a mature team, a team that knows how to win, I just do not think puts themselves in the position where game in and game out, they're having to rely on, um, you know, McDavid sort of sat 
rattling things and, and throwing it on his back and, and really propelling that offense through the game. And the, the game shifted when he scored that goal three seconds into the power play. It started to feel like, okay, there's some life back in Rogers' place now. Maybe there's a chance here. And, and uh, you know, ultimately they were able to claw even with a couple of chances that McDavid set up to. To me, it doesn't look like Dreisaitl's playing at full health. The explosive explosiveness has not been there for uh, from him. You know, his line mates aren't necessarily benefiting from his prowess the way that we've seen in past. It's playoffs, man. I think everybody's probably playing with a strain or a pull or a bruise or a ding or a knock or whatever it is. And uh, and it's just, it's tough to see. Is he still converting? I mean, obviously, he played under 20 minutes and still Dreisaitl managed a three-point night and is out there doing what he can. But uh, Darnell Nurse would be another example of somebody who I think looks like there may be a half step behind on that. Well, does the Dreisaitl injury, call it whatever you want, make you consider putting him up with McDavid where you know he's not really driving the net, driving the play too much based on his current condition, but he can still dish the puck out as good as anyone. Does that make you consider loading up that top line? Not as long as they're getting looks on the power play because we've seen too many examples in years past of the of what that does to the depth of the rest of the team. So now you're pulling, uh, I would assume, Nugent Hopkins up into the second line role and then is it Derek Ryan followed by Ryan McLeod down the middle and then you're really spreading it thin. So I think in, in some sense what we've seen as well is Anzi Kopitar's uh, excellent job, you, you know, sort of depressing the offense of, of Kopitar a lot of that is coming from the face-off circle. Uh, look no further than Game 4, that shutout loss. A lot of that started because either the Oilers didn't win the face-off or when they did, it was immediately taken right over by L.A. So, uh, I, I, you know, this is sort of the matchup and the problems that we expected Los Angeles to present to the Oilers. But the starts to games is something that you can control. The energy level that you bring is something that you can control. And, and that, uh, for whatever reason, it just hasn't been there. They were clicking so well down the stretch. So well. And you get to the playoffs and you would think that there should be no greater inspiration than simply suiting up. This is what you just battled for 82 games for. Now the real season starts. But of course, it's such a slippery slope that you have a couple of off nights. And now within two weeks, you are one game away from elimination. So, uh, man, again, a slippery slope may... Maybe not the best way to describe it, Cody, but this is where they've arrived at. And I thought that they would have had more pushback in this series. We're going to break it down with our with our guest today, Brian Lawton. I'm sure is going to have lots of insights. There's been some some boilers pulling on the rope. There's been a lot of passengers as well, and. Uh, I mean, well, one one of the things we got to ask the text line, Brendan. I mean, that Darnell Nurse headbutt. I, I want to read people's thoughts on that. Get it in on the text line, of course. But that could be a very huge problem for Game Six if a suspension's handed down. Yeah, and it sounds like the expectation is at least one game for Darnell Nurse, who yes has a hearing with the Department of Player Safety today. Uh, it's all over the internet. It was a net front battle, uh, Nurse 
course, the whistle had gone, and he engaged Philip Deneau in what looked like he was popping his shoulder up into the chest. Upon second glance was Darnell Nurse's head, as you so eloquently put it, Cody, torpedoing up and through Philippe Deneau. So... It wasn't a hockey play at all. It's probably going to get Nurse suspended a game, and that's going to force a rejig on the back end. But also, Kings fans crying on Twitter, complaining about the Cassian cross-check. I mean, come on. Sean Dersey's chucked out half a dozen of those in the playoffs just because Cassian's a little stronger than him. I think we can uh, pump the brakes. Yeah, he was he was pretty hurting on that one. There's some gamesmanship, of course. You know, that's They're doing that out there, and, and the Oilers are... Well, the Oilers had to be the team engaging in that last night because L.A. was up on the scoreboard so much that they were able to dictate it. Brendan Lemieux played seven and a half minutes last night. Did you notice him? I didn't. I did in the other games where they were chasing, chasing, and he had to provide that energy. So one of the things I heard, and I think it was an old coach that said, is you know when you look at teams with depth, it's the players who don't get on the score sheet that you notice are making an impact. And more Kaliev, guys like that who had zero points last night, they were very noticeable when they were on the ice. And that's what kind of makes you worry as an Oilers fan is they are getting a full team effort. Yeah, Trevor Moore, is uh, he's a sneaky good hockey player. That was the one-for-one trade, uh, Jack, uh, Jack Campbell going to Toronto, Trevor Moore to Los Angeles. I suggest that worked out well for both sides. Let's take a pause. When we come back, NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Cody, you'll get you caught up on the rest of the NHL's goings-on and maybe some texts at 7804. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 960063 as well. Brendan Escott in for Bob today, 1223 in Edmonton. It's Brendan Escott, Cody Jansen today discussing the Oilers' Game 5 loss to Los Angeles. Lots of people uh, very... Very torn on who who really was to blame for that first goal against. Was it uh, was it the wingers' inability to get the puck out of the zone, or was it uh, was it the defenseman's pizza that sort of you know gave the puck away and ultimately ended up in the turnover? Lots coming up on Duncan Keith and his performance in this playoffs after the one o'clock news. David Staples with some thoughts. Right now, we'll go to NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialists. Head to Elite Promo Marketing. Marketing.com. Cody. Well, as we kind of already talked about, Edmonton Oilers defenseman Darnell Nurse is going to have a hearing with the NHL's Department of Players Safety today for headbutting Philip Deneau of the LA Kings last night. Michael Bunting of the Leafs, Tra- Trevor Zegras of the Ducks, and Detroit defenseman 
and Moritz Sider are the three finalists for the Calder Trophy this year. Canada beat the Americans 4-3 in a shootout in pre-tournament action at the World Championships in Finland today. Dylan Cousins had the shootout winner. Bakersfield, they lost game one, 3-1 against Stockton last night in their second round series. Dino Cambitz had the lone goal for the Condors while Stuart Skinner made 26 saves and the Oil Kings could sweep the Red Deer Rebels tonight in game four of that series. NHL action, Florida, Washington and Sunrise tied it two apiece. New York playing for their lives against Pittsburgh at MSG tonight and Calgary and Dallas down at the Dome. That Calgary-Dallas series has been a lot closer than I would have suspected it would have been as well. You thought it could have set up quite nicely for that Battle of Alberta. Now each of these teams has a lot of work in front of them before we even remotely get back to that concept. So I love close playoff games, but if it comes at the expense of a boring one nothing or 2-1 hockey game count me out. Yeah, that's fair. It was fun to watch Calgary-Dallas when they were you know, getting into it. When, it. when it wasn't as physical, I totally agree with that. That's fair. That's fair. I do love the physical play. Absolutely. We'll see what Brian Lawton thinks of the Oilers of Montreal winning the draft lottery. Uh, lots coming up with our uh, NHL Network panelist. After a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.